Hey everybody, our next episode will play in about 35 seconds, but gotta pay the bills. Listen to this ad coming up. This is how we get paid. Hey everybody, welcome to the Urban Phoenix Podcast, episode two. I have a very, very cheap and uninteresting glass of bourbon today that I am drinking. Uh, it is Jim Beam, and for all you bourbon aficionados out there, uh, those, those, those whiskey bourbon fans, uh, let me tell you the story. So there is a small, uh, very small liquor store that I have never been into in my neighborhood that I stopped into yesterday. I wanted to check it out, support local, you know, it's, that's, that's a, you know, that's important. And I stopped in there and believe it or not, this was the only bourbon whiskey they had. Jim Beam. That was it. That was everything. There was lots of Hennessy. Lots of Hennessy. But um, uh, this was, this was uh, yeah, this was it for the bourbon. This is, I think this is the only bottle as well, which is kind of interesting. So this is what I was stuck with. The owner was phenomenal. I talked with him for like, I don't know, half an hour. It was, it was pretty cool. He was great. So it was like, okay, you know what? I'll... I'll I'll just buy some cheap whiskey and get out of here, and we're, we're good. So I am drinking Jim Beam uh, begrudgingly today, unfortunately. I'll be drinking some more good local stuff uh, coming up here in the f- future, uh, and I'll, I want to talk some, um, some, a little bit about all the good uh, distilleries we have in this upstate New York region that I am coming to you from. <clears throat> but today, I really want to talk about uh, about spring is coming here in Rochester and upstate New York. And, and in Rochester specifically, um, you know, spring is usually determined by uh, the, the first kind of sign of spring is, is the Lilac Festival. Uh, we have, uh, this is the Flower City, so we, we have a huge Lilac Festival. We have Highland Park, for those who don't know Rochester, and it's got a, just a, a ton of beautiful, uh, fragrant lilacs. Uh it is a wonderful event. It's fantastic. And that usually kind of kicks off the spring for Rochester. But for the last two years, at least, oh, actually, I should say the last year, uh, because it was midway through 2017 that we actually got this, uh, bike share has been the thing to kind of kick off spring in April. And uh, we just we, we started uh, bike share in 2017 under the Zagster uh, company, and, uh, and they actually... Uh, uh, debuted their Pace brand, their Dockless brand, um, here last year. Now, so last year was a big thing for Rochester. We we had Dockless bike share for the first time, and right away it 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 was awesome. You could rent one of these bikes. You could find it on an app. You could rent one. It was really cheap. It was like a buck for a half an hour. You could ride it around and lock it up to any bike rack anywhere. So you could use it as transportation. You could use it as fun. You could start your ride anywhere, end your ride anywhere. It was fantastic. And it still is. It's a, it's a wonderful concept. It's fantastic. They've, you know, this is in cities all across the nation. And it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, amenity that we have. But about midway through last year, we started hearing some complaints uh, from people. If you don't know this story, uh, we started hearing some complaints that people would look on the app and, and see a bike on the app and walk up and the bike would not be there. In fact, this was happening so often that uh, it started to be called ghost bikes, bikes that you would see on the app but weren't actually there. And the sad thing is what we found out a little bit later in the year was that these bikes were actually being stolen. 
So on the app, it was showing up the last the last place where that bike existed um, before it was stolen. And uh, of course, you know, someone would walk up and it wouldn't be there because it was in the in the in the in the company of someone else, unfortunately, that was stealing it. <clears throat> um, in fact, it, it came out that about two thirds of the Zagster Pace fleet was uh, was stolen last year here in Rochester, and that was a huge. Uh, that was a huge number. That was staggering, and that was something that uh, it was all over the local news. It was um, it was talked about on on a million different forums, and uh, you know we certainly kicked it around on the on our urbanist site, our Rochester urbanist site. Uh, it was it was something that it was we felt so sad about, and I think there was a level of embarrassment as a community that we had something that was was really. Um, a really powerful tool, a beautiful recreational or transportation uh, amenity that was basically taken from us. And uh, I think there was just a feeling that of, of real kind of sadness and remorse that <sighs> here's the problem in, in Rochester, you know, in cities like Rochester that are trying to regain their footing, their image as a, as a city that's on the move. It's a city that's transcending decades of decline, of decades of crime and, and, uh, and, 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 and negativity. So, you know, we're trying to combat that and, and we're taking steps forward. But sometimes all it takes is one kick in the teeth like this to really start the conversation going backwards. You've got to push and push and push and push and push to make progress you know, with regard to the perception of our city. But when something like this happens, one thing like this happens, and it just sends us tumbling back down the hill again. And this is the dynamic. We, we almost feel like we have to be perfect. And if something doesn't go well, if something hits a, a major snag like this, and this is a big snag. This is a big, big issue. This is a big problem. And it's, it's embarrassing for our city that this happened. But when, you know, it's, it's one piece, it's one incident, it's one thing uh, in, in a sea of other very good things that are happening. But, you know, I saw, to be honest, I saw a lot of conversations saying that we're heading backwards. We're heading, you know, we thought we were taking these steps forward, but we're, re we're really not. We're really not there yet. And I think we are. I think we're moving forward. I think this is a hiccup in a, in a long series of what I think will be, you know, very successful decisions for our city. But that's the hard part about perception. That's the hard part about changing the conversation of our cities is, is when they take that one big hit after, you know, a series of, 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 of small steps forward, it, it could feel like you're back at ground zero. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with bike share this year and what happens to our attitudes about, um, about Rochester, about stepping forward as we approach the spring and the summer, as, as, the, as the weather gets a little better. Are we going to be bitter? I, I, I sense just this, this kind of sadness at the end of last year because, of, because we saw bike share as this wonderfully positive thing, <clears throat> and there was this feeling that our city didn't accept it, didn't, didn't, because this happened, because two-thirds of the, of, the, of the bike share fleet was stolen, that, that somehow we, we messed it up. And we're going to keep messing it up. And, of course, people are pointing fingers and there's a blame game and everything like that. And the fact is, this is probably just 12 people all working together 
uh, <laughs> to, to steal this, to steal these, these, these bikes. This probably is not half the city, uh, going out and, and stealing bike share bikes, but that's the perception. That's the perception is that we're never going to be able to have anything good or nice in our city because other people are going to screw it up. And, 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 you know, that's sad. So where does that put us going forward into spring, summer 2019 in Rochester? And, you know, other cities, I think, you know, they've certainly had their struggles with bike share. Uh, they, you know, there's a lot of cities that can empathize uh, with this, um, with this situation and where we are as a city on this. But I think we were a little bit surprised and shocked. And I think we were a little bit saddened by this, uh, by these events and it's going to be really interesting to see how Rochester uh, approaches bike share uh, in, in 2019. I think there's this kind of timid kind of, oh, gosh, you know, we're almost kind of bracing for, for the worst, for this to happen all over again. Uh, supposedly, we're going to get, you know, almost as many bikes, or if not as many bikes as last year, um, you know, when we were at full power. Uh, but you know there is this kind of like you know what to what do we expect is is the same thing going to happen over again are the you know has has Zagster made the the upgrades that they've had to uh, to, to to keep this from happening uh, is you know is is you know is the city going to do anything to combat this issue um, you know these are major questions so for the first time we're not approaching bike share this summer around our city with a, a, you know a kind of a boundless enthusiasm, we're going to approach it with a sort of uh, timid hopefulness, or maybe not even that. Um, you know, the fact is, is, this is, our city's taken a hit. Uh, our, our kind of perception of what our city's capable of, or what, what we can sustain, has taken a little bit of a hit. My hope is that we can continue to support uh, good things in our city. These things don't happen overnight. Sometimes we're going to hit hiccups. And I think we have to be really, really patient with our cities in these in these times of transition. And this is a perfect example. Let's find solutions and find our way around these problems instead of jumping to conclusions about our city's capacity or ability to harness uh, good things to 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 take steps forward. Um, we're still in our our, our revival infancy in our upstate New York and our Rust Belt cities. We're going to hit some roadblocks. We're going to hit some snags. So let's calmly approach these issues and walk through them together, find solutions that work for everybody, and move forward. Um, it's going to be a really, really interesting start to the year. We'll see what happens, but, uh, you know, stay with it. Um, Rochester, upstate New York, all of our cities, we're going somewhere. Now, it doesn't mean we're not going to take steps backwards in the process, but we are moving forward. Let's all stay positive about this, guys, and see what we can do here. All right? Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.